now we're in the top five now. This, now we're in the top five. where things going to get crazy. And my, so. my fifth, my fifth, going to get some folks fuming, I think. But I genuinely think, now it's, it's blasphemous it to say. <laughs> might get you fuming. Because like I said, so this is my third and last Jay-Z mention. Oh, yeah, um, one more. All right, all right. Yeah, no, Jay-Z, I tell you, Jay-Z, here yeah, a while. Um, but it's also for some people, I think some people, I think some people genuinely think that this Jay-Z's worst work. I think uh, it is one of his most inspired. Collision course. Jay-Z and Lincoln Park. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, nigga, make some noise. Get him, Jay. Who you know fresher than ho? Riddle me that. The rest of y'all know where I'm lurking, yeah. Can none of y'all mirror me back? Yeah, hear me rap, it's like hand G rapping his prime. I'm young HO, raps grateful dead. Back to take over the globe, now break bread. I'm in Boeing Jets, Global Express. Out the country, but the blueberries still connect. On the low, but the yacht got a triple deck. But when you young, what the fuck you expect? Yep, yep. Grand opening, grand closing. Goddamn your manhole, crack the can open again. Who you gonna find open a hand with no pen? Just draw inspiration. Who so you gonna see? You can't replace him with cheap imitations of these generations. For me, I remember how big a deal it was. What I will give that album credit for is that it, it, it kind of just bridged the gap between, well, you know, um, uh, right, so the Linkin Park fans and the Jay-Z fans, right? So, you know, just hearing Norman on court together, that was like a big deal. It blew people's minds and whatnot, right? Um, but I just more saw it for me. Just, just because I haven't listened in a long while. I just saw it like a product of the time. It was just like, all right, well, this was where Jay-Z was about to leave, right? With the Black Album. And then you have, well, Linkin Park, you know, on the rise, literally with Meteora and stuff like that. It's like, all right, let's just see what happens when we just bring those two together. And then Kingdom Come happened. I was like, well, Jay-Z Parker, so... <laughs> What was this collision course thing that had people thinking, oh, well, that's the last you're going to see of Z? Like, what's this? And then you come back. Like, well, I, so I don't know. I don't know that I ever had that feeling that this was the last year's was ever going to get of Jay-Z. I actually thought when I heard I, thought- course, I don't know. I don't know if that was like the narrative. I skip all that clean. When I heard collision course, I was like, yeah, Jay-Z wants to remind people who he is. So here's his story, actually, because there's a whole bacchanal behind how Collision Course was made. Collision Course, for all intents and purposes, wasn't supposed to be the thing that it was. The hmm. story behind them coming together in the first place was that, uh, I think, yeah, I think Viacom had, had VH1 all this time, right? Um, VH1 wanted to do a series where they brought two people from two totally different genres to do a live performance of their work together they'd work together build an album out of their right. um best hits 
to perform live. And they make the mistake to call Jay-Z and Linkin Park first. So when Jay-Z... So when Mike reached out to... Um, to Carter and tell them, hey, so they called us to do this thing. I'm guessing they call you already too. I have some ideas, this and that. I'm actually a really big fan of your work, so I kind of already see where things are going. Jay-Z told um, Mike Shinoda, point blank, this is how they tell the story. Brother, if we're doing this, we have to do this so dread that they could never do this show again. Mm. They ever do this show again? The answer is no. <laughs> This was it. They had a plan for a whole six, six kind of uh, like a six issue, a kind of. Um, I guess it, yeah. I guess ultimately they wanted a series with like six different performances, twelve different bands. Um, and these folks hit it out of the park so dread. Imagine you hit a ball, you hit a ball for six, and people ball they even go back and get it, get the ball game done. <laughs> they just lost the ball somebody somewhere in somebody's yard and as well well the game squash on here. Party done. Everybody go home. We cannot do the second. We cannot because what I'm do there, you can't top that. What you gonna do again? Um it's and again, it's one of those it's one of those things that is so fun, but it's so deliberate. Like again, I think that uh, I think that Mike Shinoda, beyond the fact that I think that he's actually a pretty good actor, I think that he's a fantastic musician in general. I think he just saw where these things kind of melded together in such a like a sincere way like you can tell that it was like a a uniquely talented like a a, a, like a handcrafted this album it wasn't Mm. just let's take half a song and take half a next song and just slap it together and we play it half and half no it is let's make these songs again yeah and i'm sure a I'm sure that if you, I'm sure that if you hate Collision Course, anybody who genuinely thinks, thinks, not says eh? anybody who thinks that they hate Collision Course, just bad minus, die, die Jumbie or something else. <laughs> that is one of the best Linkin Park albums and one of the best Jay-Z albums. I put, I'd say nothing big. I no, think, no, do, do, do. Hold that there, hold, hold, yeah. hold that there. Yeah, keep that, yeah. Hey, well, I really need to sit down and take you this album us. Yeah, for me, I just really need to get back to it because last time literally I listened to it was when it came up. Like, literally. Oh, nah. That, again, is one of those albums that is just... Like, that is be... There isn't a playlist that I've made that don't have Izzo in the end um, and Namon Quinn. It's not possible for mm. me to have an album, for me to have a playlist of rap music in it and those two tracks don't make it on the inside right because those those, i mean the whole album (coughs) and it's only like six songs right (coughs) seven yeah well i I think it's yes six right if uh it's seven one two three okay no it's six it's six it's six 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 yeah it's dirt on your shoulders um uh, lying to Fire, oh, I, I, I actually had loved that track though, especially with the and then now it leads into the next part. I love that. You know, actually, it was my favorite, um, which is weird because I don't like these songs separately, but I really like them together. Is Big Pimpin and Paper Cut. <laughs> I don't I know why yes, yes. I big up that song, but that song just so hey, the whole album I think is really fantastic. Hmm. Um, 
Yeah, yeah it's, like, it's, it's a great honestly, fusion. Just, like just melting of the minds. That's what it was. Yeah, it's a great fusion, but you can tell but you can tell it's a fusion. It's not just a mashup, it's not just a slap together. It is like how most people because I was also this came out around the time where mashups was like a big thing when people was just making uh, like yeah. when what was it the grey album came out which was um, uh, yes I believe it came out before before this yeah because yeah. again um, you know Jay-Z was going yeah Tyrant so that, no, but that's the thing <laughs> I was telling you too you can put Jay-Z in anything Jay-Z likes salt what he could mash up I think he could, I think I. you know what I will pay good money for <clears throat> and I want to say it I want to say it here for the podcast so that when it happened and people start fuming and thing they remember this day when it come out good. I think you can make a. I think you can make a mashup album with Jay Z and Taylor Swift. I don't come out again. I don't think there's anything you could put Jay Z in that not going and be dressed. Uh, sorry, I, I, I just picture it right now. I don't have a, a, a album title. <laughs> I, <laughs> that, that I don't know what title will be <laughs> But I think it'll be. I think it'll be real. Jay. I think he will just. And that will be his last album, and then he'll retire and everybody will get back. <laughs> um, but I will pick him for that. I will pick him yeah. for that. I want him to. I will. Here's what. When I get big, when I start making millions of dollars, I'm going to approach both of them separately and tell them just make a one of one. Nobody else will know that you make this album, but. But I just need to know that it could work. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you're going to pay them to, to do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be at the studio time again. Uh, and it don't have to be original songs you just find a way to bring together what you already have I surely can make the thing work man. I surely have it on the east <laughs> but that is that is my that is number my five. number five and I stand right. by that to my dying day so number four yeah I'm excited now so number four <laughs> what's your number four number four Kendrick Lamar Good Kid Mad City something like abundantly clear i do think that kendrick lamar deserved a pulitzer prize for one of his albums the fact that it was uh, damn that, that, does that, drive that. me up a war not it's damn, a right? it's yeah, it's um, damn it's not a paper butterfly right i always get confused. it's not a paper butterfly it's okay damn. and i'm not to say that damn is a bad album i think it's great I love but damn. God damn, damn is a nice follow-up from 
typical butterfly. It's like, yeah, like how, I, how I describe Dom is usually, you know, like typical butterfly, just put him on top, everybody love him, whatnot. So everybody ask him, what are you doing? It's like, yeah, really feeling all that, you know. Dom is why. Dom is him explaining why he not feeling that kind of way. That's how I, that's how I see it. That's fair. That's fair. I think the cool thing about Kendrick uh, is that 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 trifecta of albums, um, Good Kid, Pimper Butterfly, and Dam, I think are the best of his work. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be honest, uh, that last thing that he came out with... Um, oh, Mr. Morale. I imagine you're not a fan of that. I understand. I, I understand. I love it. No, I think it's, I, like, again, even... I think it's a good album. I think it's a good album. Yeah. I think Kendrick makes good music. But I think, you know what it is? It's I, I struggle to find to put words to it all the time, but there's the energy that you have when you stumble upon something, and then there's the energy you have when you're making something. I feel like Dam is an album he made, and it's good. I think Mr. Morale is an album that he made, and it's good. I think To Pimp a Butterfly even is an album that he made, and it's great. But Good Kid. He stumbled into that album. Something overtake him. It just feel like there's some songs mm. in that album that just feel visceral and guttural. So I let me tell you a story. There's what song is it, boy? With the um fucking I just can't remember track names. I just listen to songs because I don't. I, I'm not that kind of person who like again. I think people just take this shit too academic. I just be listening to music. Um, but gosh, what is that song with the um, gunshots in it? Sing about me, I'm dying. Uh, sing about oh, me, yeah, I'm dying. yeah, yeah, yeah. I track. listen to this, it's Love an incredible song. track. I think that's the best track that Kendrick Lamar's ever made. You know, I somebody was... else I interviewed it said the same thing. Same that's same like thing? his favorite Kendrick song, yeah, yeah, yeah. That song, yeah. Sing About Me, I'm Dying, uh, I'm Dying of This, yeah, yeah. Um, so the story goes. I'm listening to this album like I, this was my first this was my first exposure to Kendrick right a friend of mine um Nick Soul um introduced told me to take a listen to the album he had been listening to Kendrick for a little while I think and he said I think you'll really enjoy taking this album and I said you know what I'll give it a shot and again my because I used to work as a music reviewer as well so I have a practice Whoa. as listening to, mm. listen to the album first track to track skits and all and mm-hmm. then so one full listen through cover to cover and then I'll put it on shuffle and see if I still like it because by then uh, I'll be like okay. look now that I'm shuffling I don't feel as bad skipping a song because like you're not supposed to be in this order so I'll know by now what are these songs that I actually want to listen to but the very first time I'm listening to cover to cover I'm walking to the bus route to get a maxi to go to a rehearsal self um, with my headphones on um, big headphones just like this um, and I'm walking down the street and the gunshots play out and I spin wrong and my headphones just fling straight off my head. I was like, what the fuck happened, us? Where am I? What's Yo, happening? But, but, but it's just how that first verse ends like that, but it's yeah. a literal gut punch. So it always gets me because I'm here. Yeah, it, it, it literally doesn't, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like a back, it doesn't feel like a, a backing track. It doesn't feel like it's just supposed to add ambiance. That's a part of the verse. Yeah, and it's just the guy who is so, talking gets killed. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's you just feel hit the first time yeah. you hear that song. I was like, dog, 
Who's do that? Now, firstly, no, so can, can, can just do that. He is, he is think beyond like, okay, this is this is what I want to tell you, but now nah, I, I need to make this really stick out to you somehow. And yeah, he even did that a lot with Dam in particular. I, I picked up on that. He, he always makes yeah. it because really he, visceral as well. Because he realized those things, because he's discovered something that could create a new kind of sonic experience. And to be fair, I also think it's because of him that I learned people should not do that in songs all willy nilly. You should not put police sirens and gunshots in your music unless you're absolutely <laughs> sure it's necessary. Because Jesus Christ was my whole day did, my whole day did sour horse. I thought somebody really barked shots behind me. I just tried to listen to some music, friend. <laughs> um, but, it's be, it, but that song just sticks with you in a way like that's still burrowed in the back of my mind in a way that no other song has. That and Black of the Berry, which obviously not the same album, that's um, mm. The Pippa Butterfly. But I think Kendrick has, I think he really stumbled onto something with so many of those songs from Good Kid. And then after that, he was just, he's made some, he's made good albums. He's made good songs even. But I think this is the album. I think if there's any album that I want, (laughs) this is going to sound weird, it's going to sound weird and possibly pessimistic actually. But if there's an album that I'd introduce to aliens on their like first um, exposure to human beings, it would be Good Kid. One, I want them to know that they have talent on the inside. But mm. two, this place is not a place to stay. When you listen to this album, you'll understand why. I don't need to explain to you why this is not safe for all of you. It's not safe for me yeah. and I'm born here. You need to get out. <laughs> Take this really good album and ride out with me. This place is not for you. <laughs> Remember us fondly, but do not stay here. Yeah. <laughs> well, one, one thing though, I thought you would at least bring up the, the narrative of it. Because, you know, like you listen to it and you hear the songs mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's so cool. But when you realize, oh, he's just giving you the story of, yeah, this is how my environment is and I'm trying to get out of it. But it's all easy to get roped into it, right? That's when it really hit me. Like, wow, this guy is... It's a concept album. Like I love concept yes. albums, right? And no, this is the thing it's that so hey, rare to find, it's so rare to find a rap concept album and a rap concept album that is good. <laughs> That's right. I think the only That's person right. who's really pulled it off is Ken, with the exception mm. even. Actually, yeah, no, I don't even know who else is doing. The, the only other example of a good rap concept album that crosses my mind is actually Childish's because the internet. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I feel I don't know that I feel that any other album does work on that level in part because I feel like a lot of people a, a lot of a lot of even our faves right um, making rap albums because they want to make rap <laughs> which is cool they're making good music but I wonder how much would change if everybody approached it's why he won the Pulitzer, eh? because he was doing this for a while. And I, I guess that's also why people like Dam so much, is because he stumbled onto something that was much more visceral, much more unpolished uh, to some people in Good Kid Mad City, and he got to bring it to a fine point with that. I think I like the, the kind of the gut punch that is Good Kid Mad City more than I like the refined Dam. Mm. But it's clear that Kendrick was always trying to come to a fine point with his music. He was always trying to um, write a biography for the block. And I think he's always been good at that. 
in a way that does make Mr. Morale just not hit for me. Okay, then tell all the story. What is this? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't come here for this. <laughs> now, Mr. Uh, Morale was it was it was personal shit. That that's what it was. Yeah, that's I accept cool. It as it is. Yeah, that's cool. But I don't want to read Barack Obama's cookbook. I don't give a shit about. <laughs> Like, I think it's cool, I think it's for somebody, and I do Mm. think that it's a good album. But the reason why Good Kid, Bad City sticks for me is that it's... It's... It's just rough. It's rough because of the story, it's rough because of the stories, and it's the roughest version of him telling that story, and I think that that's what makes it, for me, the best of it. Yeah. Nice. All right, number three. What's your number three? Now, this one close to my heart. Pusha T, Daytona. Pulling up in that new toy. The wrist on that boy. Rock star like Pink Floyd. Waving that rude boy. I'm waving at you, boy. Ran off on the plug too like True Goy. Imagine me, dude, boy. You can never do what I do, boy. Still ducking shit that I did, boy. Niggas in Paris for a hit, boy. These ain't the same type of hits, boy. Shit can get litter than lit, boy. You don't take these type of risks, boy. Cause this boy been throwing that D like rich, boy. You miss boy your numbers don't add up on the blow that was 10 years ago if you know you know yeah. if you know you know if you know you know this thing of ours oh this thing of ours a fraternity of drug dealers ringing off i just happen to be alumni too legit, they still looking at me with one eye. The company I keep is not corporate enough. Child rebel soldier, you ain't often enough. A rapper turned trapper can't morph into us. But a trapper turned rapper can morph into puff. Dance contest for the smokers. I predict snow, I'll roca. If you know, you know. I only ever looked up to Sosa. You all get a bird, this nigga Oprah. Brick layers and ball shorts, coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. I saw hey. I favorite album of 2018. That's all I'll say. That's my favorite album, period, to be honest. Um, uh, so, here's the... I will go behind Pusha T. I will rock with Pusha T to my dying day. That man is a rapper. I also think that he's quite literally murdered people. Quite recently, in fact. That nigga has moved himself. <laughs> that, he's carrying himself like a heathen. Yeah? Hmm. With his fucking tutu plots and all. That guy is a criminal. Uh, <laughs> I Daytona. I've but so I've always liked Pusha T's music. Um, I think that he the best way to describe Pusha T, I think, is what if what if gangsters really made gangster up? Yeah, hmm. he carry himself. He's carry himself. He's make every song. He's make every song like his a diss track. I don't know who you could too cool it. Everybody you must war with, take it easy. But at the same time, he finds a way to 
he's the next guy who I think is writing a kind of biography for the block. But right. in a way, it's not a biography as much as his writing's a gospel. It's real weird. It's not that weird when you remember, or when, for, I think a lot of people don't know, that when Clips split, his brother Malice, he's a preacher now, you know? You know that? Yeah, I know. I yeah. Know. Malice mm. is now no Malice. He's yeah. a big gospel rock. But, 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 then, but then, fun fun fact for when um, Pusha put out the Dormus Drive, Malice, well, no Malice yeah. came back and called himself Malice, and everybody was, you well, you know, Clips fans now, we, we went nuts. That yeah. verse that he dropped at the end of the final track is, in my opinion, the best verse of 2020, um, 2022, in my opinion. Love that love that track, love that verse. But yeah, you know what I mean? It, 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 was, it was amazing, it was amazing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. go on. Um, Daytona is just... <laughs> Daytona... <laughs> I, I, I don't have words. Can, can, or... can, 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 I, can I just go... Well, well, all right, so, so for me, right? Maybe I'll help mm-hmm. you, right? Why, why I love Daytona so yeah. much it's like this was when Kanye just up and decided you know what I was going to do like these 25 minute 30 minute albums just because right so first first one he dropped before he even dropped his own right yeah, yeah. was this I just love the fact that this man took 24 and a half minutes and said here's what I'm going to give you the most compact album I could come up with and it is going to be so much fire so much flames you will listen to that for it's hours. You listen to that yeah. for like half day. And it was still, you wouldn't feel crap at all. I don't know how they do yeah. it, but everything was just, they just timed everything, everything just so builds. Everything is in yeah. its right place. What is interesting about all those albums, and I tell people this all the time, um, the worst album from all of the ones that he made, because it was like once a week, right? It was... Um, uh, I think it's once a week. Um, it was hit, it was pushed it by was the then yeah, then yeah. No, yeah, I think Yeez came out after, so he made Pushers, he made um, Tiana Taylor's, mm-hmm. he made um, Kidsy Ghosts, he made Nas album, and then he made his own. Right, his own is the worst of the five, you know. His own is the worst of the five us. To me, I think it's, yeah, it, it just wasn't memorable at all. I, yeah, I don't I can't, I can't name a single track. I know you sing one about your child. Yeah. If you ask me what this song about, who cares? I, 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 I mean, the only thing I just remember was Old Seventy Shake and Nicki Minaj being on it. That's that's all I remember. Oh yeah, Shake was on it. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. If you ask me I think it's second, the last track I think it was. <laughs> that, that, that's all I, I mean, remember. You, you, I would not be able to tell you anything about any of those songs. But if you ask me about Hard Piano. They asked me about Santeria. Santeria, Santeria no, boy. That song, so, hey, all of this, all of, all of the music this man is making be hard. All this man music is for crime. It's a crime, it's a crime soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. then he's never, and he's never just make a song that's chill neither. He's never make a song that's just, you know what, we vibing, we club. What's his club track? What is his, that is not off like Cool Summer or some shit? All Pusher's music is just full hundred, just crime, yeah. <laughs> just grime, and even is. even Diet Coke, which is more club right? friendly. Like all the other stuff on 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 um, Daytona has this kind of like gangster vibe too as well. Yeah, it, uh, it, uh, but like yeah, also it's almost dry. All of this man music is just for it's just for felonious intent, and there's just something about that. There's just some double that shit that's getting me going us. I think that's why I like Pusher. 
I think he's he's very clear about what he's doing. He's make songs about coke, and he's make songs to shit people up. That is it. That's yeah. all he's known for. That's all he wants to be known for. Um, yeah. But and, every and speaking time of he, that too, um, it, um, infrared dread. When when we heard that, um, instantly we were like, "Yo, Drake, you need to say something." No, that was us. Uh, Drake, no, you I need to say, say something. No. I said, I said, infrared partner, the sweat done. Take it easy. Take your take your take your lashes and press. Why are you getting involved? The last time, what was that song, boy? Um, in like twenty, I want to say twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen. He he was he was dropping Drake. This is since like the since like fucking mid twenty tens, huh? <laughs> and he had this track, boy. I wish I remember the name of it. And when everybody heard it, it was like, brother, this is going to be another. This is going to be another Pac and Biggie situation. We need to get in hmm. because it's, one of the it's things. Not story, not not story. Added on. I was gonna bring that. No, up, it's but... not story added on. Story added on. Real talk. That is his. He missed this track. <laughs> it's just very. <laughs> it's it funny to me. Yeah, the reason <laughs> why it's so. Blast, no, it's hilarious. It's it's fucking hilarious. But the reason why I think that one in particular is so memorable is because it's just very um it's just very surgical it's i not i'm not here to shit you up you know i here to remind you that you have responsibilities pal why are you spending all your time on me because if mm-hmm. i bust the real files you will have to stop what you're doing to take care of your own people brother leave me alone yeah. i <laughs> I could do your worst, but instead I go into I could beat you up. I could I could really beat you up. And I'm not talking about in no fucking song. But before things get bad, before things get really dread, take care of your family, homie. And leave my name out your mouth. Yeah. I think that's so fucking funny. And it's so it memorable. It's so memorable because also everybody spent like months wondering how the fuck does he know this shit? Nobody. I know, right? <laughs> What, how did it get this far? Before, rap battles just used to be suck your mother. And now he's like, go and see your child, mother. When, when, how did we, how did we traverse to this plane? Yeah. I, I, it was just, I, people don't, I think, truly realize how much Pusha does actually transform the game on a, on a kind of down-low vibe. Because even Daytona, like, before we even talk about songs, like, without talking about songs, you taking that album cover, brother? Boy. You, that album cover, that I, I album cover, know, I don't know if it was that album cover, that album cover, that album cover, that charge. The idea so, that somebody saw Houston. that picture, right? Yeah, and everybody's like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? And Pusha was like, yeah, I find it look cool. What's the problem? <laughs> no, right? We all, we all, we all felt that way. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's cool. Like, what are you looking at this? That is the kind of head that Pusha tears on all the time. Yeah. And I don't think people realize how dread Pusha is. Pusha... <sighs> Pusha is actually, like, regardless of how this list organized, Pusha T is my favorite rapper. I think that every time he doing something he's been doing something um yeah. and I, I think people didn't realize it until 
infrared and added on because it was the first time that you had to listen to Pusha. I think a lot of people push it hard to listen to, eh? Because he's not making club bangers. He making fucking knock it back on them bangers. <laughs> yeah, he making crying films, basically. That, that, yeah. That yeah. Every single album that man made yeah. is a Scarface soundtrack for black people. Yeah. It's not easy to listen to Pusha. But bro, if you listen to Pusha, Pusha's been doing things. Not yeah. all of it is easy to listen to. Um, you have a track with um, Jay-Z that is one of my favorites, Drug Dealers Anonymous. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great, great track. <laughs> the reason why I like it is I think that is I think the same reason why a lot of people don't like it. It's just tough. It's tough mm-hmm. to listen to in a very deliberate way. I think Pusha T doing that shit on purpose. Where he's make even... Um, even with it's almost dry, the most palatable song in that album is um, the song with Don Tolliver on it. What's the name of that song again? Um, oh, um, the one with um, no, not not the one with Lil Uzi. It was, I think it was. It's Scrip it off. Right. Scrip it off. Yes, Don yes, Tolliver. Yes. Yeah, Don Tolliver and Uzi. Um, not even fucking Diet Coke. Diet Coke, tough to listen to. The first time I hear Diet Coke, I was like, huh? I like the sample in the front, but I was also yeah. like, people, people rocking with this. Like, it's just a weird sample. It's just like, like I, I think Pusha, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if Pusha does make music to like sign to like let people know from the very beginning whether or not they want to listen to it. Like everybody else is trying to make rap albums. That is like, you sh- come, please listen to this song. I'm yes, sure you'll yes. really like it. Pusha does make music with, like with this one, Yeah, with him, I, I'm be just gonna where, challenge it. I'm just gonna have Joe just be back. We're just going. You have a song that is just. You have a song that the the fucking hook is just blow on repeat. That's the whole hook. The track that I was talking about before, um, fucking Exodus 20, 23 one. Mm. Um, he dropped that in when was that boy? That's eleven years ago now. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I, people I, heard I that really song. To that shit, yeah. yeah, no, uh, uh, that song. People thought that was it for somebody. People didn't even people when people first heard the track. People was like, "This is evidently a this track because this." This verse, you only talk to somebody like this if they're not going to make it to tomorrow. But who the fuck is it for? Who fucking beefing with this evidence drug dealer? Mm. <laughs> um, and then uh, when people finally said on the cipher, it was Drake, and Drake stayed silent mm. as he should have for like five fucking years. And then somebody was spinning his ear some fucking bullshit. And then on an album that no one fucking remembers, he dropped a diss track. What was the album that he actually just pushed it on? Anybody remember? I don't remember. I'm sorry. I've heard this song. I know for certain I've heard this song. I know for certain I heard it multiple times. I know it have a feature on it. I can't tell you who. I know it was on an actual album that he sold to people. I can't tell you what the album was. Truthfully, I, I'm going to take I'm going to take this opportunity here while I talk about my top tens to be like, Drake objectively we know drake is shit right we know drake not good right like could we say that out loud am i allowed to say that out loud or will i get my canadian visa no 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 dude it's, it's your list you you see it you see it i see people in ontario like unironically rocking ovo merch and i was like brother why not why not get some actual style instead why not actually discover some taste instead of this with a big fucking eagle on your chest, a fucking owl on your chest. Oh, well, well, that's why it goes. Take owl it easy. Like... 
so stupid. None of his. What was his last album? What's the name of his last album? Honestly, never mind. Which nobody cared for. Brother, I don't know a single track of that song. If you had told me it was the one with the fucking emojis on it, I'd have believe you because I didn't no, even like well, that, 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 that. That's before. That that, that, yeah, that, that that's before. But Drake just fun, fun fact. I, um, right, so I'm not gonna this trick, right? But honestly, never mind. Right, the big joke <laughs> with that is like, oh, you know, um, he's doing like. Um, He's tapping into like house music and stuff like that. And then like about a couple, like about a month or so later, Beyonce drop Renaissance and pretty much should you will know this is how you do house music. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. No, also, yeah. let's, uh, uh, I mean, well, uh, other things aside, because I shouldn't be using my top 10 list of bad talk people, but Drake also makes, he's making Shame R&B. On you. He's making mm. R&B and he's pretending that it's rap music. And Pusha was like, brother, I'm not even making rap music. I doing this this is my community service this is this is this is hoops for life <laughs> i do it this so i can stay out of my life of crime only you don't want to see me on the streets because if you see me on the streets is the last thing you'll see so instead go and mind a child and keep my name out your mouth mm. <laughs> and that is That's why a- yeah and that is why that album is so important i, I think it, it's genuinely just a good album as well i think they're twins no nah, it, it is like, like i say it was my favorite album of, of of 2018 I was, again, I'm just surprised that he they, they pull this off. Him and Kanye pull this off in roughly 25 minutes. Huh? Pack so yeah. much heat in, yeah. in this and that, right? So yeah, yeah. It was it, this was one of those albums that kind of also defined the kind of algorithmic meta, um, the meta for making albums on Spotify as well. Because this was, I think, Pusha's first like really like spotify album it was the first because at, at that point in time he was just making records people still had to buy fucking cds before yeah. but spotify really hit it off and nobody was fucking listening to title um and i don't know who if it was him or Kanye, because i think at this point in time he was head of good music too which is also yes yes at the time mm. the, mm. you push such a rapper's rapper that when Kanye was looking for the person who should lead his record label into the future he didn't pick fucking kid cuddy he didn't do it himself he picked pusher because there's something about his vision about what an album's supposed to look like and feel like and do to people and i think one of them or both of them sat down and did the numbers and was like look we're not going to do a fucking 12 14 track album like jay-z does do let's just give them a half hour jam pack with music get in get out (laughs) yeah and, and, that's and he did. did it five times, five different albums. Yeah, and it worked yeah. for every single one except Kanye. Except Kanye, except, you, to make except music. You, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, you figure out to make music, boy. Lord knows, you know? he can only make music for other people. Now. Process, that's, that's, that's what he well. Enough about Kanye because we can talk about yeah. him for next time too. Let me just get to All my right, number. So two. Let me talk about people two, that actually number like. Two. <laughs> Yeah, but again, two. The, the excitement level, yeah, yeah, you have it up there for me, right? So, yeah, yeah what, what's your number two? Number two, Lupe Fiasco, The Cool. I'm fearless, now hear this, I'm earless, and I'm peerless. That means I'm eyeless, which means I'm tearless, which means my iris resides where my ears is, which means I'm blinded. But I'ma find it, I can feel its nearness But I'ma veer so I don't come near Like a chicken or a deer 
But I remember I'm not a listener or a seer So my windshield smear Here you steer, I really shouldn't be behind this Clearly cause my blindness The windshield is menstrual The whole grill is roadkill So trilling, so sincere Yeah, I'm both them there To both pills when the bloke in the trench coat And the lokes in the cheer had approached him here Made it clear as a ghost So a biter of the dokes in the mirror The writer of the quotes for the ghost Who supplier of the notes to the living Rivets in his rose Pockets full of posies Given to the mother of the deceased to wake in that ball till I'm resting in peace. You going over niggas' heads, Lou. They telling me that they don't feel you. We ain't graduate from school, nigga. Them big words ain't cool, nigga. Yeah, I heard me and bitches, nigga. Make a song for the bitches, nigga. We don't care about the weather, nigga. You'll sell more records if you. And I'm mouthless, which means I'm soundless. Now as far as the hearing, I found it. It was as far as the distance from an earring to the ground is. But the door knockers on the ear of a stewardess in a leer. She fine and she flying, I feel I'm flying by. Cause my mind's on cloud nine and in the mind at the same time. Pimp, see the wings on the underground king, who's also Klingon. To infinity and beyond. Something really stinks, but I spinks like Leon. Or lying in the desert, I flying on Pegasus, you flying on a pheasant. Write a other white powder, pick a other fire flower, spit hot fire like Dylan on Chappelle's skit. Yeah, smell it on my unicorn. Hey. Snort the white horse, but toot my own horn. Hey. Sleep. You done shedding too much light, Lou. You're making them wanna do right, Lou. They're getting self-esteem, Lou. These girls are trying to be queens, Lou. They're trying to graduate from school, Lou. They're starting to think that smart is cool, Lou. They're trying to get about the hood, Lou. I'll tell you what you should do. Objectively, you are like the one person to bring this up on this show, Objectively, his best album, his best work, the best. This is the best. This is the only other example of a concept album that works. As you say best, right? Um, I mean, teach his own, right? Because, I mean, yes, I love Food and Liquor. I love Tetsu and Youth, right? But, um, you know, you I like, like people would... Like, like it, like it? I think I it's a good it. album. Yeah, I, right. I, I enjoy it, it, it too, but like... It, it, it doesn't click with you. Okay, okay. It's yeah, because I was just about to ask why you wouldn't put, like, you no, know, well, Tetsu and Youth over... Well, it's also keep in mind that Lupe don't like the album either. <laughs> you serious? Yeah. All right. Well, well, I know he was going through. I, I know he was going through his like he was leaving. Yeah, Lego, with the so like, right, and he was kinda, just like not like, right, I'm just doing this. He this does is, not like lasers. Yeah. He does not like Tetsuo. Um, I think the last album that he made unlike was the Cool, and the Cool, wow. and the Cool almost didn't exist. He lost his dad and his best friend the same year that he was in the studio, and still decided. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. This man's life was <laughs> objectively at its lowest. No one would have faulted him. People actually told him, brother, do you want to take it easy? Yeah. Like, there's a lot going on with you right now. He's like, no, this is this is how I deal with this shit. Um, mm. And the fact that he still made an album, he was still recording when his dad passed. And was like, yeah, this is, this is the thing for me to do. At least that's how they tell the story. Right. Um, and it's a strong concept album. It's just incredibly emotional. This was, I feel like, the height of Lupe's storyteller. Um, yes. Uh, and, and, and I just love the fact that he took a track from Who the Liquor and he decided to expand that into a full, yeah. a full album. Um, this, this, my one gripe that is that there are hmm. side tracks, if it was, sorry, like, um, 
uh, what's, what's the term I'm looking for? Like, um, like it doesn't like really flow like your traditional concept album like this, like a little sidetracks as I call them. So you have you know, like um, Paris you know, Tokyo I think that's why I Dumb like Dumb, it. You know, yeah. You know, I think that's why I like it. Like, I mean, yeah. Okay. Like, I, okay. It, it, uh, so there's a concept. There's a genuine story there, but it's still also. Uh, the album itself is still its own roller coaster. I think that's also why yes, people. Do yes. It. I, I think that's why rap struggles to come up with like a good concept album, because the only stories that we have kind of created around us to tell. But the depending on who you ask, rap is uh, rap as a genre is fundamentally about struggle. Yeah, it's the reason why. Um, I I used to say this when I was like teaching poetry workshops and stuff like that. Is <clears throat> you'll know when uh, post colonial post colonialism and racism is no longer affecting communities of color because we'll be able to write rap songs about like going to a thrift shop. Hint hint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Because we don't have to write about people that the only way that black people get to re-emerge in their life with a sense of safety and immortality is if they're literally clawing themselves out of the grave, like my cool has to do yes. in the cool. Yes, you're yeah? right. Um, I think, so the struggle was, <clears throat> how do you, especially in the darkest time of your life, create a concept album? create a story um, about the uh, the African-American experience in Chicago of all places Um, and still have an album that people want to listen to when the evening comes because that's the difference that's the difference between The Cool I think and even Good Kid Mad City both of them incredible albums you don't play one when you there's one of those two albums you don't play when you're just liming and playing cards with your friends (laughs) yeah the that, one that's that you right. play is still the cool, yeah. Because even at its darkest, mm-hmm. even at its darkest, um, it's still a fun record. You could, just, if we have to skip into the alert, so the vibes don't bust. We'll just skip into the alert. We'll play Superstar. We'll play Go Go Gadget Flow. I think we'll mm-hmm. get through just fine. It's a fun yeah. fucking album. But when you put the actual story back together, um, or even if you let those tracks ride, yeah you can have a really good fucking time, yeah? And still walk away with some, like, real, like, meaning, real signal behind it, yeah? Um, yeah. It's also worth keeping in mind that um, the cool was still when he was working kind of entirely on his own, yeah? Right. Like, I don't, I think it was, and I, this part I'm not entirely certain of, but I think the cool is what got him a kind of mainstream record. Before that, he was just um, producing all of that shit in house with First and Fifteenth, and was and somebody was just distributing it. And then yeah. he ended up with Arista, and then things started hitting the fan. And then, to be fair, Lupe should also be on my other list because sometimes he says some anti-Semitic mess. I think he's just really uh, a deeply frustrated person who can't keep his mouth shut half the time. Um, but some of that is just get real burned. He's he's actually it doesn't sound real weird, but he if if his songwriting career, especially his experience with Arista, 
uh, had gone just a little bit worse, he'd have been um, fucking up, son, you know. Oh wow! I think yeah. No, <laughs> no like more people. Yeah, and I, I like Hobson too. I don't think Hobson could ever end up on this list. I don't think he's making albums like that. Um, but uh, what I mean by that is, like, especially when you think about all that he was dealing with to make the cool. And then to, after that, to continue to make music. But you have such a piss poor relationship with people who are supposed to be rocking with you to help you make that music. People who saw the shit that you was making and said, I'll partner with you to help you achieve this vision. When you was doing just fine on your fucking own. Um, it's totally reasonable for him to be like there was a point in time he was legitimately telling people do not buy lasers <laughs> <laughs> do not buy lasers that album is shit if you like me do not listen to the album you you know how bad you have to be for you to Dave yeah, to just come out and album yeah. do not watch the Dave Chappelle show I did not make that show <laughs> um, that's so dread to me um, and then to be honest his I, I think also the cool is how I want to remember Lupe because as much as I've loved some of his later work he's just not the same like um, I listen to Drogas I like Drogas it's mm. not it's not the same strength it's not the same energy that Lupe's kind of put out um, the cool is I think the culmination of his skill as a storyteller as a lyricist as a as a creative because you can tell that he sit down and was like I want this thing I want to craft a thing in the same way that I talk about um, Charles Gambino and his approach to music making to me I think mm. this was the best example of Lupe sitting down and I was like I want this um, I want this piece I want this album to be a singular object made up of small interesting parts but you want the right. object you don't want the parts yeah because that to me is the sign of a good album. Is can you think of this as an object? And would you give this object to other people to listen to? The cool The Cool is his is uh, is his album. I think the only time he's come close to doing that again since the cool is Drogas Wave. But even then, some of them songs point blank dog, playing talk bad manners. A lot of that shit, dog. <laughs> I, I, I need to listen to, 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 to that album I only listened to it once But I just didn't understand it It's fun really. It's yeah. fun But it's really difficult to listen to After you've listened to Like imagine if <laughs> This is so terrible Imagine if uh, Your favorite rapper Like let's say Yeah imagine Your Imagine your Nas Made exclamation mark yeah. Okay. It'd okay. Be very yeah. difficult to listen to distant relatives and exclamation mark back to back if they came from the same person. They'd be like, exclamation mark is still fun. It's still wild yeah. that I like it, it this just, song. It just doesn't. It's just not the same vibe. Be, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah? the same vibe. Yeah. And also, Lupe, if you ever listen to this podcast, maybe leave the fake patois out of your album, please. Jesus. Like, I love your music, dog, but you don't need to do a Jamaican accent to talk about slavery. We're okay. We good over here. Make your music. You're really good at it. Please keep keep the accents out of it, dog. Please. Well, uh, first, actually, I don't want I don't want Lupe to listen to this. Please, bad. Please tell people to their face what he think about them. And I think I myself. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm confident in my masculinity, but I don't think I want all that smoke. Yeah. <laughs> He's the real raps in the people on Twitter. Our son is be like, brother. 
You don't have a class to teach. You're not teaching at MIT or some some shit now. Do something else. Leave leave the trolls alone. Do not feed the trolls. Take it easy. You know what? It, 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 it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> These are weird, dude. These make some great music still. Um, but he does. He Deadpool, does. I think is the best example of the work that he's done. And I I think I think even he would say that he'd love to be able to make energy music in that sequence. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, well, well la- last loopy question before we get to number one, right? Yeah. Drill um, music and Zion. One of my favorites of last year. Was it one of yours, or you're like? Um, I liked the album. I like the album. I think the song that I actually come back to a lot. I don't know. I think it's just funny, fucking funny. Auto bottle. I just think it's so fucking funny. Like it, it, it's it's a good example. I think of what I mean about like the cool versus his later stuff. I think it's still right. really fun. I think it's still very thoughtful. I think Lupe still proves himself as a lyricist, true and true. Um. As evidenced by the fact that there's some layers to that song that I don't think most people notice is that he's been making he's been making his own Transformers noises because that's what Auto Bottle the reference the title is yeah um uh, but it's also just like very corny and just a lot <laughs> in a way that I feel like even the cool is just a lot more uh, it's a lot more effortless I think it comes across from Lupe in his earlier work I don't mm. I don't think that takes away anything from him because I think nobody else could make a song that corny that would still be fun to listen to I don't think anybody else have that have the bravery have the skill have the fortitude have the storytelling capacity to make fucking Transformers noises in a song and still make it a good record <laughs> but oh, yeah. it's no the cool <laughs> yeah that's fine fair enough fair enough same thing with like one of my favorite songs from Lupe these days actually is not from the cool it's actually what so- what album is that from promise um gosh uh, what album can't, is that can't from? Remember. it's actually from drug ass light yeah so okay uh promise from drug ass light that is actually i think my favorite vibe from lupe overall these days i just be rocking that shit and almost like i was really mad because it wasn't on spotify premium for a good long while and i was like i need that song in my life i used to um just listen to it on repeat on on youtube <laughs> like in a maxi and shit like half the views of that song on youtube are me um <laughs> show nobody show buddy yeah <laughs> No, I know. I I'd like to tell you that's, but it's also the only song from Drogas Light I like. <laughs> um, I think it's the same thing I feel with like Autobotto. Is that I think it's a really good record. I think if I had to listen to it, um, uh, if somebody held a gun to my head and listened to this whole album without Stupson, I'd, I'd live. But if I had to pick a song, if I had to say, is this an album? Is this a an individual body of work that I can? give to other people and say listen to this album I don't think he's done any of that since The Cool which is kind of sad to be honest yeah. but The Cool stands the test of time so I think we'll still be listening mm. to that shit 200 years from now yeah for sure things. for sure yeah yeah alright number one number one number one Surprising. I think I think most people who hear this name have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about Aesop Rock The Impossible Kid my first name is a 
random set of numbers and letters and other alphanumerics that changes hourly forever. My last name, a thousand vowels fitting down a sinkhole to a susurrus. It couldn't just be John Del or Bingo. My address, a made-up language written out in living glyphs, lifted from demonic literature and religious texts. Telephone uncovered by purveyors of the Ouija, and checked against the CBGB women's room graffiti. My socialist Sudoku, my age is obscure, my in case of emergency is in the daisies chasing birds. Employed by trillionaires with perfect teeth and pores And people who open doors for the people who open doors My medical history is a course at SUNY Buffalo Charlatan psychiatry and troubleshooting undertow Nervous in the service still, I'm burger meat and purple pills here Thank you, but call your name, sure you will Skipped lunch I'm shrunk You're sitting in a waiting room, you're dreaming of Arcadia, you're feeling like a baby tooth, awaiting panacea, channeling your inner Beowulf in purgatory just before you pay up to fillet yourself and others. In the name of help, cold on a conveyor belt, in an ego death alone, no telephone from Gabriel. I'm half a human coming over home in Garden Stone. Gold chains over turtlenecks, cigars over cologne. A thousand shitty paintings wrap around a wounded animal. Womb with the Schubert, he's a future human cannonball. Little fuckers fighting, mother hiding in her hulu i'm climbing up the stucco let's get to the seppuku uh-oh that pretty penny turned the prickly into benji if you save up all your winnings then you get to count your blessings i finally crunched the budget up and punched the button she called my name out and pushed me into an oven the fuck i'm shrunk whoa here's why i said you are right yeah Someone who I spoke to earlier uh-huh. had this and the top 10 as well. Really? And I remember actually... Who is the first son? We need to link us. Especially when, he, when, he, when it comes up. But yeah, he had this top oh. 10. I was like, first off, this is the first instance. Well, you know, you will be the second now. Or somebody incorporating Aesop Rock into the show, right? Because yeah, I, I think he's a great lyricist, right? He's, he's perfect, dog. but I love the cryptic nature of it. Like, I, I need to sit down and... Listen yeah, to every line that he's saying. You know, like it's like that. Sketch pads, yeah. and you have like one of those like old like those detective um, fucking cork boards with like. Oh, in the background, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I his shit does be on a different level. Us. Yeah, I just love how sad Donicky is, how witty he is. It's just like it's it's weird and just kind of ironic at the same time, and that's what I love about it, though. But yeah, yeah. Um, that was a record that I actually remember listening to and enjoying, but. Um, yeah. Honestly, haven't re- uh, recapped it since it dropped, right, to be honest. No, but, um, that shit. Yeah, that impossible shit be on repeat like, for me. No, impossible not like should, you know, listen to it again. Yeah. Here's the thing about, uh, and this is also why I say the things I say about how people actually listen to music, right? Because if people were saying that they are, but that they, their top five or top ten is really about like the best lyricists in the game, and you call it shit like fucking Eminem. Take my fucking ass seriously and be for fucking real. Aesop Rock is the best lyricist in the game. That man is a fucking walking thesaurus and still trying to still making music out of that shit. Yeah? This man have a song that is fundamentally about his therapist telling him to get a cat for his depression. That have, and funny that thing have, is, funny thing is the same guy mentioned that same track. <laughs> that have more lyrics, that they have more lyrics than that than Eminem whole entire fucking discography. Kirby, that song, too dread of us. Kirby, too dread. Fucking, um, I was listening to Shrunk literally right before 
our session started. I just the whole song is 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 a conversation with his therapist, but it sounds so fucking ethereal and fucking um dark and almost not like beyond cryptic. It's almost fucking Orwellian. His use of language is, and it's just a conversation with his therapist, homie. Nobody's doing it like Aesop Rock. No one will do it like Aesop Rock. I'm not sure anybody wants to do it like Aesop Rock, to be honest. But Aesop Rock is doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I stumbled onto this guy by accident. And I didn't think that he was going to be my vibe. And for a lot of the same reasons that I think that... Uh, I, I, I'm not sure that this is a, a meaningful perspective really to have. But I, do, I am indeed skeptical of non-black people. Um using uh, okay. not 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 just rapping because i mean mike shinoda is my guy too right but i think we also need to be thoughtful about what is um rap as a genre or to go even beyond that because i was going to say rap as a genre is about struggle but i'm but i want to preempt that by saying rap may not be a genre but might instead be the language of struggle. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Is the reason mm-hmm. why people don't fuck with Macklemore. Because, nigga, you ain't struggling. <laughs> yeah. The one song that people did connect with was you about you voicing your struggle, uh, voicing the struggles of other people whose identity you do not belong, which is that song that he wrote, that like queer anthem that he wrote on that same first album. I can't remember the name of it. Because, I mean, Macklemore. Yeah. Um, and then he writes to a shop, and then he writes to a shop, and I was like, yeah, this is fun, but also you shouldn't be here, my guy. And then he yeah. beat Kendrick Lamar for album of the year, and even Macklemore was and like, bro, yeah. hands up, don't shoot. I didn't do yeah. this. This was not... I, I, this, I, I do like that he admit that to Pippa Butterfly is better. At least he said yes. that. At least he said that, right? Yeah, because he can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> How are you gonna lie to six billion people, brother? We know we listened to both albums. Yours was all mm-hmm. right. I liked Macklemore's album that year, but come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it's cool, it's cool. But I mean, compared to cool. compared to to, to um, Butterfly, right? I mean, yeah. So the first time I heard Aesop Rock, I think I had that same kind of anxiety. It's like, what is this? It's cool. It's interesting. It have a kind of even the album cover had a kind of weird kind of punk rock. Or even yeah, kind of heavy yeah. Especially with the, with the colors, um, that that green yeah. and black and thing, and but yeah. also there's this kind of melty kind of visual aesthetic that was just mm-hmm. very grimy but very rock esque, and I was like, okay, so that's what I'm getting myself into. And then I heard this guy rapping, and I was like, huh? What's going on here? And then I tried to understand what the fuck he was saying. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? And yeah. then I. I, I usually go on I genius spending... every time like I listen yeah. to Rock album, I was going genius like oh 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 all right that's what I mean okay okay that that that's me <laughs> yeah but he's just there's I don't think there's anybody as lyrically astute as Aesop Rock but even beyond that is he's not because I think that's a challenge too with being a particularly with having having a particularly strong. Uh, lyrical skill is that you still have to find a way to turn that into music. Because uh, what has happened a lot, like, I'm going to say something real controversial. People is real big up um, folks like Buster Rhymes and who's the next one, boy? 
for just like having a real insane flow. Um, oh, you mean um, that sort of rapid fire flow? Um, not, not logic. Yeah, like it's logic. It's put logic in that camp too. People does put people does put logic in that, but I don't think that yeah. he's as fast as like um, Buster Rhymes and and Flo well, Rex, or Eminem. Right? Eminem, yeah, he, he does like that even rap, Eminem. Well, rap, rap. Yeah, it, it, right. You know, the loose rap the rap, right? Yeah. But here's a challenge with that. Slow it down now. Just, just drop it down by like not even half speed, three quarter speed, and really take you know them niggas as be saying, dog. Tell me, you still listen to that if it was at three quarter speed? The answer is no. <laughs> I think it's yeah. the same thing with I, I think it's the same thing with being a lyricist too. Is that people just talk real things about um um MF Doom because MF Doom is is another one that just like lyrically present but as much as we acknowledge that MF Doom is great people don't put him on their top 5 why is that because he's just not the shit that people because the, the, uh, the challenge is they still have to find music out of that I think that's the same reason people don't put ASAP Rock on their top 5 is because yeah. he's just been really going over most niggas heads yeah, yeah. If you really take in the me- if you really take in the song, there is a story there all the time. Yeah, yeah he's, he's he's not talking shit for the he not, yeah, he not just yeah, he's not just using big words because um because there was an era that was like that, you know. Like if we being critically honest, and I'm not bad talking Wu Tang clan at all, because Wu Tang for life, always, right? Yeah. Um yeah. Exactly. Um but also a lot of it is cryptic gibberish let's be honest <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's it, but it's kind of what makes the vibe right is that these folks have such a command over their language that they could just spin a jabberwocky for you and you'll bump it in the club <laughs> um but aesop rock takes it one step further and it's like i'll get a song too when you finally figure it out 10 15 years from now when you finally figure out what the fuck i said <laughs> <laughs> That, that's it right there 10 15 years from now yeah 10 15 years from now you're not going to get out today you're not gonna to get tomorrow brother i will dead and you'll still be trying to figure what the fuck i said in shrunk that's fine yeah. when you figure it out you'll be like dog this song real dread mm-hmm. and i think that's what i feel about aesop i think aesop for me i stumbled onto him while i was performing much more actively right, right. so i think that i used to do for slam every year um, like when I was preparing for the National Poetry Slam here in Trinidad and Tobago, is I'd build a playlist to rehearse to. Yeah? Okay, so I okay, run the, yeah. yeah I, so while I'm still writing the poem, I have like a bunch of tracks that kind of kind of tap me into the feeling that I want people to have when I drop this poem. So that I, and then afterwards I come out, rehearse it, I'm trying to get my performance right. What do I want to sound like? What do I want to look like? Then run the album while I'm like going to and fro running errands and shit run my playlist so that I could come back and rehearse it again and I'm just kind of getting into character right kind of yeah um, and Aesop is another one of those folks that he's always on the album because I want to I don't think I'll ever get really close but I want to get to that place where the language that I'm working with is just so deliberate and sharp and uh, effortless because he's never particularly forceful either he's not like you need to get it or you need to not get it he's like this is the language that I have mm-hmm. yeah 
um, it always feels like this is the language that he has. Like he's not working hard at this rhyme. Um, I want to get to that place in my writing too. And I, he's always just been a really aspirational force in anything that I'm listening to, anything that I'm working on. Um, I feel like he's of like I use the word um, Orwellian before. Um, <laughs> All right. Yeah, All like right. I feel like I feel like his. I feel like his lyricism is just his overall vibe. It's kind of um, nightmarish, kind of. <laughs> Maybe Orwellian is not even the word that I'm looking for. It's it might be um, more like I think his I think his vibe. I think his discography is very Cthulhu esque. <laughs> okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was gonna say post-apocalyptic, like but you know. Yeah, there's, there's something you you can always feel like there's something beyond the surface of the the, the lyrics itself that you'll never quite put your finger on. Like mm. it's just like 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 staring at an ethereal cosmic force that you'll never truly understand. And truthfully, that's not everybody's vibe. I don't think. I don't think people go to Kanye, Kanye West or Jay Z or fucking Trippy Red looking for that, right? Not by a long shot. But sometimes I feel like a really good album, a really good rap album, is something is an album that does something that people didn't think rap could. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think people. I think a lot of people do think because the internet is a rap album because it does things that rap albums should. I don't think that people think of Collision Course as a rap album because it does things that a rap album shouldn't. I don't think that people think any of Aesop Rock's work is a rap album because it does things that rap albums shouldn't. I think that that's what makes a good album. And I think, to come back to what I was saying about rap being the language of struggle, you can tell when he was doing The Impossible Kid that the entire album is about his own personal struggle with mental illness and finding the language to communicate that. And that's what makes the language choice even richer, is that he is describing his own impossible to understand circumstance something that yes. you could never put words to really yeah and describing the act of putting it to words to friends to family to therapists to his pets um and he never really gets it right he's never accessible but as a point even that too is another example of a concept album that really works i'm not sure that's necessarily what he was trying to do when he made the impossible kid um but he stumbles upon in the same way that uh, Kendrick, Kendrick stumbled upon yeah, something really magical with Good Kid Mad City I feel like he stumbles upon with the impossible kid his own lyricism as a metaphor for the insurmountable and completely ununderstandable struggle with mental illness in a way that is still kind of fun and bumpy to listen to that's wild it's yeah, a fun it album, you know. If you forget the fact that this nigga trying to say shit that's going to go over your head, it's also just a fun shit to listen to. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'll just close to this, right? I don't know. Well, I mean, clearly you're a big Aesop Rock fan, right? But I just love the fact that somebody like him, where, you know, you, you, your normal traditional rappers will look, at, look at him and be like, I can't fuck with you because you're just like talking shit that I just don't understand <laughs> and you feel all depressed, right? Just I'm glad that, that all the time. He, he, like, he found his, like, you know, like, kind of have, like, an unofficial dynamic duo. Like, he found his his, 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 um, his buddy, if you will, with um, another one of my personal favorite rappers these days, uh, Homeboy Sandman. I just love their collaboration right, together. Yeah. Like, license up here. 
But I just love how homeboy is just like simple. You just kind of tell you as is like, yeah, this is it. This is it. This is it. This is how I feel. You should do this. Blah 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 blah. But it it has that same sort of like irony to this. It has that same wit to it. And then you have yeah, Aesop this monster with you know his rhymes and that. So everything comes together. It sounds quirky and weird, but it's fun at the same time. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's also something really cool that I like about Aesop Rock is that beyond all the lyricism, before beyond all the work, um, it's just kind of weird and funny. Yeah. Um, like it, even I, when I even like when he produces, sorry, I forgot to mention. Even when he does production, it doesn't sound like what other people yeah. are doing. To be honest, yeah, it, it's, it's very fresh. It's very new. It's very weird. Um, but it also has something in the track for everybody. If you want the lyricism, it's ever present. And if you just yes. want something that's just kind of quirky and uh, kind of weird to like rub people the wrong way when you have the aux cord, you can get that too. But it's also just fun to listen to. It's like it's energetic music, even at its lowest. Even when he's writing songs, like even when he's writing songs that are just kind of squarely in the realm of mental illness. Like he has a song here. What's his song? What's the name of it, boy? Is it um, Dorks? Um, the song does open with um, a story of a uh, a baseball coach. Um, literally murdering a fucking gopher horse in the middle of a little league baseball game. Wow. It's like fucking taking a bath and absolutely fucking destroying a gopher while kids are watching. Mm-hmm. Um, why is no, that no, fucking no, 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 I really no, like no, that. No, no, don't feel like we listening to that shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that fucking song. That song's so fucking fresh. Um,. It's fun. It's a fun album to listen to, but if you want something heavy as well, somehow it accomplishes the exact that exact thing in the same tracks all the time. That's wild to me. That takes work. That's that's a level of competency in the game that I don't think real people have. Um, and I think for me, Aesop is a writer's rapper. Yeah. I love that. Um, I love that. Yeah. This, this, that's the actual quote of this episode, right? A writer. <laughs> <laughs> that's it right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my number one. And I stand by that. I yeah, think it's a top no, no, list. I think any of these man. names could change, though. But. Yeah, no, that, that, that's what it is, man. But yeah, I do hope that more people really do check out um, ASAP Rocks. Not to be confused with ASAP Rocky. I remember there was a point Not in time. When ASAP Rock, when ASAP Rocky, that happened to me actually like, when I tried to oh. introduce a friend to ASAP Rock. He's like, "No, this is not ASAP Rocky." And I was like, no. "Yes, it's not." That's what I said. <laughs> it's like no, it's like two different people. Come on, come on, right? Yeah. But yeah, he has an uphill um, battle marketing wise, but he makes good music. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he would rhyme sales, right? So you know, yes, yeah. he, he he's in good hands. He's in good hands, right? Yeah. But yeah, um, great, great list nonetheless. So I'm just glad that Aesop Rock has made it to, um, to the show. You know, um, for, for, for a second <laughs> time now. To... Yeah, more yeah. people need to listen to this guy. I mean, come on, right? Yeah. But yeah, great but list. Also, one. listen to Fort Minor. <laughs> Yes, yes, I will. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. Right, but yeah, great list, though. Nonetheless, man, I, I, I really love it here. And well, you know, I guess before we part ways, um, yeah, if you want people to find you online or your work, uh, how can people do so? Where can oh, people find I, you, you can find me almost everywhere at Brendan Alexi. Um, I also have a website, brendanalexi.me. We can check out some of my um, previous poetry work and find out more about my screenwriting work. 
Um, and yeah. All right. Yeah, that, 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 that's it. And uh, well, this last, last thing, um, most likely the time of this episode going up, um, you know, hip hop's 50th anniversary would have already taken place. But I mean, like, it's, yeah. it, it's, just, it's just amazing with how this particular genre, I know we could talk about this for, for, for hours, right? But just where it has gone in terms of its evolution, in terms of its voices, right? Um, the artists that came out and just the things that they were able to talk about, like just stepping, always finding ways to step out of the, you know, rappers delight, you know, vibe of, of you know, like well, what we first taught rap music to be, right? And just being able to touch yeah. on so much things, right? So and we've I mean, got to the place where this, that this genre used to be just like nobody could imagine it as anything other than just about being guns and drugs yeah, um, yeah. to the uh, to the kind of work that could win a journalistic award <laughs> that's right that's right yeah. yeah exactly yeah and that was the yeah. least of what rap is capable of to be honest you know so 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 let's just see what happens in the next you know 50 years to come right yeah. And yeah, that's pretty much about it. So once again, guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. This was Matthew and Brendan. And this has been another episode of Hip Hop Sub 10. So until the next one, take care. Hip Hop 50 till infinity. Peace. Blessings. <laughs>